Hello and welcome to the formal review. Today, we will be looking at the 2018 film, Crazy Rich Asians. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the review. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 17 of the formal review. Thanks for tuning in once again. I do apologize for the lateness of this review. Life got caught up with me and I had a lot of things to do. So I wasn't able to put out this review when I wanted. As the old saying goes, better late than never. Today's review is, I think, going to be a fun one because I am an Asian American, so this film held a lot of significance to me. But before I get into it, I do want to preface this is that as with all the reviews, there may be some spoilers, but I try as much as I can to keep it vague, so not to ruin the film, but I do think as well that you should go see the film before hearing what I have to say so you understand everything. But if you really don't care about that, keep listening. So Crazy Rich Asian is a romantic comedy drama film directed by John M. Chu from a screenplay by Peter Chiarelli and Adele Lim. It's based on the 2013 novel of the same name by Kevin Kwan. Now, I haven't read the books this and its sequels we based off of, so I don't really know about how it compares to the book, so I'm not going to be talking about that. I'm going to be talking about the entire film as a whole. It stars Constance Wu, Henry Golding, Gemma Chan, Aquafina, Nico Santos, Lisa Liu, Ken Jeong, and Michelle Yeoh. Our heroine Rachel Chu, played by Wu, journeys to Singapore to meet her boyfriend Nick, played by Golding's family. Nick is the best man in his best friend's wedding, and this gives a chance for Rachel to interact with Nick's family and also see her old school friend, Pike Lin, played by Aquafina. As with all romantic comedies, this doesn't go smoothly as one, Rachel is finding out for the first time that Nick is really rich. And coming from that, everyone knows who he is and everyone knows who his mother is and pretty much their entire family. And Rachel comes from a single parent home whom immigrated from China to America. And Rachel has essentially had to work her way up to becoming an economics professor at NYU. She's obviously very intelligent, but she doesn't come from the same class level as Nick's fam. And this obviously brings a typical fish out of water story. Now, even with this, this really makes this entire film relatable. And that's because the majority of the population watching this movie are honestly probably closer to Rachel's situation when it comes to their finances. Rachel is a very successful yet grounded average person. It's written extremely well. Yes, it does do a lot of the romantic comedy things, but I think that there's a lot of really great zingers and one-liners. Makes this dialogue a lot of fun to hear. I think this film does a really good job also establishing something that is obviously very important to a lot of cultures is the essence of family. One thing that Rachel has to do is one, meet Nick's mom, but also meet his entire family. She has to meet all the cousins and the person that she has to impress is his grandmother because she's the head of the household. That's something that really exists in Asian culture. That is buried into you from a really young age is to always respect your elders and understand that their generation did a lot to make what you go through a lot easier. For example, the opening scene of the film shows a young Eleanor, played by Yo, who gets racially profiled to being a poor woman. And that shows how much she struggled in just proving who she was. And at the time, she had money. And this is something that obviously a lot of people of color in general experience 
it doesn't matter if you have money, it doesn't matter whether you're educated, certain people are going to think certain things about you based on the appearance that you bring to the table. And unfortunately, that's something that still goes on today. And from this scene, this film is establishing that it's going to break stereotypes. If you look back in the history of film, a lot of Asian portrayals are very similar. Martial arts or the nerdier geeky guy. And honestly, when it comes to a lot of Asian films that make it over to the United States, a lot of them are either martial arts based or they're animated. And while those are good films in their own nature, obviously there's more to Asian culture than martial arts, good at math, good at computer science. And this film shows that. It shows Asian being normal in comparison to other cultures. Between this and another romantic comedy is that it has very high majority of an entire Asian cast. But it treats it in the exact same way that a romantic comedy of another ethnicity would. There are slow shots when a guy is taking off his shirt showing his six pack. There is scenes that show these couples as real people and that they're not really that much different. Pretty much anyone else, they are attractive, they have their faults, they have pettiness, they have everything that a lot of other ethnicities have. And this film does this by showing exact copies from other romantic comedies. And what I also really liked about this is that it touches on the idea of Asian Americans who are born in America or even people who are a mixed and this concept of when you go back to the motherland as it were and how people there view you differently even if you speak the language fluently even if you look the same as they do you're still different because you did not grow up in the same country that they did and i think this is a concept that at least in the asian world does happen and it's unfortunate but it, it is something that does exist and i like the way how this film addresses that and how it breaks down those walls and showing that it doesn't matter where you come from, it matters who you are as an individual person that makes you strong. And I think that's actually illustrated extremely well. Climactal scene where Eleanor and Rachel are playing the game, which I can't personally describe the rules of it, but just know that someone I know who is Chinese told me the significance of that scene because it's a representative of what Rachel does in the film overall with Eleanor. I can't honestly explain it without going into spoilers too much. And I think that's what another thing that I really liked about this film was those two women constantly going at each other for a power struggle. Both of these women, I think, are strong, and that's another great thing that this film does. It shows really powerful women in their own respective ways. Yeah, they went down two completely different paths. One sacrificed what she wanted to do to become powerful and significant, and the other did everything in her power to be where she wanted to be. So both of them are powerful in their own nature. Now, I do think that this is done because you have such great performances by Yo and Wu. I think they do a really great job portraying these two different powerful women. Now, going off of that, the chemistry, I think, between Wu and Golding, I think, is extremely authentic. You really believe that these two characters are in love. Their relationship feels very real. 
Gabriel and I really love their chemistry. I also think that Gemma Chan is Astrid, who is Nick's cousin. She does a good job too and I think that her storyline is one of the strongest side plots. I felt really attached to her storyline and I think that Chan did a really good job playing this character who has a lot of inner demons. Her character is one of those few that attaches herself to Rachel and I love their relationship as well. Now another great relationship honestly just a performance is Rachel's relationship with her friend Paik Lin played by Aquafina and honestly I think Aquafina pretty much steals this entire film away I think she is absolutely hilarious I thought she was great in Ocean's 8 but this film absolutely staples her into a very comedic role and I really cannot wait to see what other roles she has after this and I think she had some of the best lines out of the film it was a lot of fun to just see all these characters, even ones that I recognize from other films such as Kim Jong and Ronnie Chang from The Daily Show, I think that they pulled together a really good cast. One other thing that I really liked about this film was it had some great music. A lot of the covers were done by Asian artists and creates this really fun environment and honestly makes the overall story fairly touching and the film comes to an end in such a pleasurable way. Now one thing about this film that really sticks out to me is even though it has a majority Asian cast, its use of solely Eastern Asians is a somewhat problematic issue. While it does break a lot of stereotypes in regard to Asians as a whole, it does further a stereotype that Asians are mostly East Asian. Not so much that Asia includes a bunch of other cultures that look very different from East Asia. This film only touches on East Asian and not really other Asian cultures. This film more or less shows that Asian equals East Asian and that's not really the case. There are many different cultures in Asia. The film itself is called Crazy Rich Asian which does include South Asia and the film doesn't really address that. Obviously that has to do with the book. From my research, I've realized that Kevin Kwan claims that the story is kind of based on his own childhood. So it's a more personal story, but I think that that title could have been a little bit better because it can further to non-Asian cultures that Asians includes only East Asians. And honestly, this film pushed the boundary of soap opera. As I mentioned earlier, Rachel meeting Nick's family doesn't go smoothly. And this does lead to a lot of dramatic scenes. But there was just one too many of these. And while I understand it from a story standpoint, that really bugged me. But this stuff is, I think, very preferential because I've talked to people and they didn't notice this at all. Even with those flaws, I think this film is extremely enjoyable. Those issues are very small to, honestly, the overall significance of this film. It has a great script. It has great performances great chemistry between the actors, a great message, does have a strong primary story, the secondary story is as strong. I am excited for the sequel. While this film may go through some tropes of romantic comedies, it does it in new ways. It is a very good romantic comedy that for anyone who 
likes romance films should go and see this film. I think it's definitely worth your money to go check out and definitely worth owning eventually when it comes out on Blu-ray. And overall, I would rate this film a 4.5 out of 5. So now I want to know what you thought of the film. Are you excited for the sequel that's going to come out? You can hit me up on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. The URL's all the same. It's at the former movie. You can also check out Box Office Buzz for up-to-date movie news, DVD releases, pretty much anything that you think of when it comes to film, TV, everything. I write for them as well. I do retrospective reviews on there. The reason why I do these reviews is so I can, one, talk about how I feel about films as a whole in a more personal way that's not hiding behind a keyboard, but also because y'all are listening and I really appreciate y'all tuning in to every episode. And once again, I apologize for the lateness of this review. I'm, I'm planning on seeing a few more movies in the next few months. So you never miss one. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, pretty much wherever y'all like to listen to podcasts. You can check out the former review on there and you can leave a review and let me know how I'm doing. I'm always open to improve. As with all my reviews, I include the score or music of the film to honestly bring attention to that part of the film. I, I do not hold the rights in any way to this music. So today's uh, background music was from Crazy Rich Agents, the original motion picture score composed by Brian Tyler, released by Water Tower Music. And again, I thank y'all for listening and until next time, I'll see you at the movies. Take care everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Formal Review. We hope you'll join us again.